Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masech, this is Rosh Hashanah, Parag Bey's Mishnah Hay and Mishnah Vav. Chatzik Adol has Yerushalayim, there's a big courtyard, a big room in Yerushalayim. Bez Yazik has the niggers, it's called Bez Yazik. Ulisham kol edim miskansim, all the edim would gather there. Bez demotko sam sham, that's where Bezdin would evaluate and question them to figure out if they were telling the truth or if they were mistaken. They made a big smorgasbord there because what, how else do you get Jews to come and encourage Jews to come somewhere with foods? They had a big meals there so people would come and they want to come back each year to get the, the shmorgasbord. Originally, they'd say if once you get there, if it's um, if it's on Shabbos, you can't move from here because as we know, if you leave your home, you can, you're stuck and confined here at four Amas by four Amas. Lil said, no, you can go 2,000 Amas in every way. And this becomes a new place of residence because he was concerned that if people knew they got to Yerushalayim, they got confined to four Amos by four Amos, they wouldn't want to come. Let's see, all these are enactments and sure that, that people constantly and are consistently will come to the temple and they wouldn't get disheartened from coming. It's not just, in this case, where Gmila actually enacted that if a midwife comes to deliver a baby, or someone comes to uh, save someone from a fire, or from a um, marauding army, or from a uh, river that's 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 uh, that's flooding, or from a collapsed building, that all these people, we, we don't want to dissuade them from coming in the future, so we say that if you go for these reasons, your tchum shifts to over here, to the new place, and therefore it's your new city, you can go 2,000 amas in every direction. Okay, Mishdevov. How would they evaluate, how would they examine the witnesses? So first, the first group would come, they would split them up and they take the first they, they take the uh they go to the first one. They go to the older older one among them, they say to him, Omar what did the moon look like? And they say the follows was was it pointing towards the moon or was it pointing away from the moon? As then was the crescent pointing outwards or inwards. Now, for those of you who think about it, the moon, as we know, has no natural light. It only reflects light of the sun, which means that the moon is always going to be, the, the crescent is always going to be facing the moon, as in the light part's going to be closer to the moon, and the dark part's going to be, oh, excuse me, the light part's going to be closer to the sun, and the dark part's going to be away from the sun, which means that the person says, no, the dark part was closer to the sun, and the light part was away from the sun, we know he, he's either lying, lying, or he's mistaken. Okay, then they tell us, um, uh, was on the north side of the side, south side of the sky. Now, the, the sages knew based off their astro- astronomical um, calculations which side it would be on, and therefore that would, ha- would help them determine which, if this person was telling the truth. How high was it? And which way was it pointing, north or south? How wide was it? If they say we don't know, or it was the unlit part was towards the sun, so we know the guy's lying, as we pointed out, because it's impossible to reflect light when you're, you know, from from nothing. From it's, it's, it's excuse me, it's impossible to generate its own light. It's only reflecting light from the sun, so it's always going to be closer to the sun. So after they examine the first guy, they bring a second guy and examine him. And if their answers were consistent, if their answers were consistent, there's no contradiction, or I can say no serious contradictions, so then we say the testimony is valid. Now they wouldn't then dismiss everyone else, but they'd actually they'd go to all the other ones and also question them and examine them, but they do a more cursory examination just asking the main points. 
not because we need these other groups. Same reason. Because if these these people show up to your shlime after traveling and find out they weren't needed, so what's going to happen next year? They'll be disheartened. They wouldn't go. We want people to constantly come. And that's why we make the shmork for them. And that's why even if we know the answer, we still go ahead and examine them, take the time to examine them, so they're not disheartened to come in the future. I wish you all a wonderful day.